Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's up, what's happening, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight, like always, I'm here with my co-host, Dustin Smith, each and every Sunday, coming at you, talking a little Auburn Tigers football. And man, the Auburn Tigers improved to 5-6 and six on the year. They pick up a 41-17 to 17 victory over the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers yesterday inside of Jordan-Hare Stadium, electric atmosphere on Senior Day, and that leads this team into Tuscaloosa this coming Saturday with a chance to become bowl eligible. Auburn Tigers fans, what else can you ask for, man? You're set up in prime position to to have the chance to play another game. Coach Carnell Cadillac Williams. This means the world to him, man. He saved Auburn football, and he has a chance to walk into Bryant-Denny Stadium and get this team to 6-6 to a bowl game. Absolutely incredible. Kudos to Coach Cadillac. Win or lose this coming Saturday in this Iron Bowl, he has done one hell of a job with this football team. So, that being said, we're going to talk all things that happened this past Saturday inside Jordan-Hare Stadium. Dustin was at the game in attendance for Senior Day. So, we're going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network, and then we're going to get Dustin in here, and we're going to get this thing going. War Damn Eagle, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight I'm here with my co-host, Dustin Smith, here to talk a little about about the Auburn Tigers basketball program. Had a game Friday night against Texas Southern. Uh, come away with a nice little victory. Uh, really performed well in the second half. Had some struggles in the first half. But Dustin, man, uh, we're here once again on a fine Sunday evening. How you doing tonight, man? I'm good, buddy. I'm, I'm trying to huddle up and stay warm, man. Not a cold <laughs> night out here. That's a fact, man. Uh, a lot of good NFL stuff on today, and I know the Auburn Tigers picked up a big win yesterday uh, on senior night in Jordan-Hare Stadium. And, uh, but before we get into the football side of things, Dustin, man, I wanted to talk about that basketball game last Friday night, man. Uh, we, we played a 1-4 a Texas Southern team, but a Texas Southern team that was battle-tested, Dustin. Uh, you look at their schedule, man. They 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 went through a gauntlet already, man. So, uh, yeah, they played a couple ranked teams. Yeah, man, and, and they picked up a, a, a big win against Arizona State and a guy that we're very familiar with, with Devin Cambridge out there. So uh, this was a team that I don't think was scared of Auburn. I don't think they were uh, shying away from the moment. And I think it caught Auburn off guard in the first half, and I think it surprised them. And, 
you know, I look at this and, and Auburn come out much better in the second half, Dustin. They started slow in the first half and they come out and they come out in the second half, man. The offense looked 10 times better, more fluid. I felt like, like we always say, man, shot selection and no turnovers. Free throw shooting was, was on, was on point. And, I think that's when this Auburn team is at its best, man. And you had guys like Chris Moore step up. There's no way that they can cut his minutes, man. Just, just no way Chris Moore's minutes can be cut later this year, man. I just, he's done so much for this basketball team already earlier, uh, early in this season, man. So, uh, that's pretty much my takeaways on it. it. It was sloppy in the first half. You come out in the second half and you looked, Dang good, man. You look dang good in that second half. And I enjoyed watching Wendell Green Jr. run this offense in the second half, man. And and him just, uh, like I said, taking care of the basketball much better. And uh, even without Johan, um, uh, Jonah Broom, man, I mean, you know, it, it just looked fluid. It looked really, really crisp in the second half, man. What were your thoughts on it? Well, like uh, the first half, we just came out kind of sluggish and uh, a lot of turnovers early. We started we started pretty cold again from three. Yep. Um, just really didn't. You, well, you could tell we were missing the the, uh, the presence denied down low. Yep. I want to say of uh, their twenty seven points at halftime, twenty of them came in the paint. Mm. P- probably fair to say that if Janai was in there. That wouldn't happen, and you would have been leading by at least, you know, six to eight, somewhere around there. But, uh, you know, like you said, man, we responded well in the second half, and we're about to really kind of get cranked up in competition a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how it goes from there. But the thing that I like about it is, is Zeb had eight points again, yep. and Jalen had another solid night. And so, like, coming into the night, we would say that Wendell Green has probably been our most consistent scorer of the basketball um, well, he only had four points, yeah, four assists and three rebounds. Held out a little bit, but didn't really, you know, didn't contribute much offensively. Uh, but then KD has his best night, and he gives you 16 points off the bench. Yeah. So, and look, Chris Moore is six of ten on the season from three. Yeah. So we're gonna need Chris to start shooting from three more. Uh, Jalen, Jalen, right now, I. If we had to hit a three right now, I'm the most confident in Jalen Williams hitting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think the, the the biggest strength of this team is depth and experience, and you've kind of seen that so far over these first four games. We just – we kind of wear teams down as it goes because mm-hmm. we can just keep hitting them with fresh bodies, keep hitting them with fresh bodies. I like to see guys like Trey Donaldson get minutes early. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, Flanagan had, in 23 minutes, only had five points, but he also had five rebounds, three assists. He just, he's a, a great defender. There was a play where KD had his back turned, and he still got a steal. Uh, we're just held defensively. We got mm-hmm. some guys who not only is their effort defensively what it needs to be, but we have some high IQ guys defensively. Um, still working chance back in there. What do you, I think he had 17 minutes again. So yeah. he had a chance at 17 minutes as well, uh, five points, three assists. So there's a lot of things to be excited about. We kind of know what this team's weaknesses are going to be. We know what its strengths are going to be. So it'll just kind of be uh, staying healthy and seeing if we're playing hot you know, at the right time. Yeah, Dustin, man, and, you know, like you mentioned, Trey Donaldson, guy like that. Um, I know Wendell got in a little foul trouble, and you, you see guys like that come in. The depth of Auburn, Trey Donaldson comes in, being able to handle the basketball. You love to see things like that, man. And the biggest thing, like I mentioned earlier, was free throw shooting, man. I, I'd love to see us knock down free throws. And I also kind of like us being – a little battle tested earlier in the earlier in the season, man. Like I, I like to see us be in close games coming out of halftime and not everything just being complete blowouts. You know, uh, I think that's going to go well for us later in the year. Right. Um, and because you you don't want to get on that path of just starting 
beating everybody by 20, and then you get in a tight game in SEC play, and you know we know what happens. Spinkters get tight, and now yeah, last year's a good example of that. Yeah, so um, you know I, I I like to see this depth, man. Auburn can run; they can run 12 guys out there. I mean, they are deep. Uh, this is a team with Jonah Broom and you know you got Johan Treor. They're they're trying to figure out ways to get him the basketball. Uh, you know, I think they're going to be okay, man. I think some people are a little harsh early on, and a, and a little too um, they they want to they want to just say Auburn can't shoot the basketball. But I think you might see Chance Westry start coming in coming into that role, Dustin. I think he might start waking up here soon. We know it's there. We see it. Uh, I think he's just trying to come back from injury, and I think once he really gets going and starts getting into the flow of things, I think he could step into that role, and you'd have him, Wendell. Um, I know Trey can shoot it a little bit. Um, KD, if he starts knocking things down, we know what he can do. Uh, I would like to see Zip be able to hit a couple threes here and there. But, man, I, I think this Auburn team's going to be in the top of the SEC. I think they're going to compete. I'm not sure I'm quite on that on that train of that they might not even make the tournament like I see some Auburn fans talking no, that's about. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's, um, that's people that, quite frankly, not be mean, but that's people that don't understand basketball. Um, and they look at struggles offensively. And they say, okay, we're a bad team. There's a whole other end to the court. And we're one of the best. Year in and year out under Bruce Pearl, we're going to be one of the best defensive teams in the country. Yeah. Um, we we had the defensive player of the year last year. We lost him. And we might be better defensively this year because yeah. you brought back the majority of your team. And those guys have only played this a whole other year playing together, you know, um, getting well, – we saw it. You see it in the tournament all the time. It's a, a, a one-and-done type team, a team that is their first year playing together or they have a lot of guys that are going to go pro. They usually don't go far in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen it with some great Kentucky teams that are just loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might go far, but they don't win it. They, they usually lose to a team that's more experienced. I just think that when it comes time for the tournament, the amount of games that these guys have played together is going to be something that really benefits us. And like we've said before, man, uh, depth and matchups. So if anybody thinks that this team's not going to make the tournament, uh, you're stupid. <laughs> well, Dustin, man, I know we take on Bradley. Is that uh, Tuesday night at five o'clock? So yeah, uh, Cancun challenge, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I will try to go live for that on YouTube. If you can share it, uh, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you haven't, click the bell. Uh, and that will notify you when I do go live. So I really appreciate all the support. And um, Dustin, of course, man, I always enjoy when you jump in there uh, in the live chat on YouTube, man, and we just talk Auburn basketball throughout the game, man. Yeah, I try to get in there. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll float in and out when game to, when it gets tight. I got to <laughs> focus on the game or uh, when everybody gets to asking you uh, the football questions. You got to answer them, but uh, – I'm, I'm focused on basketball and basketball is going on, but obviously uh, football is the hot topic right now. So. Yeah, and, and leading over into this, this football talk, Dustin, man, I, I know you were at the game yesterday, and tell us a little bit about your journey up to Auburn, and I know you, you went to Tiger Walk, and it was senior night and inside Jordan-Hare Stadium, man. It looked like, even though a lot of the students were at home for Thanksgiving break and everything, it still looked like an electric atmosphere, man. Yeah, that was great, man. Um, you kind of you knew that last week would be kind of the final hurrah, and like you said, students going on the break, stuff like that. But it was there was more people there than I anticipated. I'm sure everyone's seen the pictures of Tiger Walk. That was definitely thicker than I anticipated. The four corners pep rally, a lot of people there. Um, obviously, everyone just kind of wants to see Cadillac. But uh, <laughs> man, it was it was cool. Beautiful day. Beautiful fall day in Auburn. Once that sun went down the stadium, it got cold. But mm. I got caught off guard at eight a. So I wasn't going to get off caught, caught off guard this time. Uh, I was good to go. So bundled up in there. It was a good night, man. It was fun to see these guys, these seniors get to go out with a win mm. and 
really when you were going into halftime at 17 to 17, it was after you had blown the 17 to three lead, just kind of like, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> but the second half, those guys would come out like they did. And it was just, it was fun to have some fun, you know, like yeah. I didn't care who we were playing or that, you know, we were supposed to win or anything like that. Uh, it was just fun to be around everybody one more time and, and just get to celebrate a win. It was, it was in my, the second half was the best half of football we played all year, mm-hmm. regardless of opponent. So just, uh, and then to see the guys get in there at the end of the game that never get to play and get to have sacks and stuff like that. And, uh, Cadillac, Cadillac held it down on the feet at home. Hey man, we we said on this podcast that he would save the season, right? I mean, yeah, he did. I mean, he did. And like, we probably won't win next week, right? But I maybe. feel like you're never going to forget about this five and seven season. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree one hundred percent, man. And and I'm not ruling us out on a on a for sure loss just yet. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know. I, Give me time. Hey, give me time. Give me time, Dustin. I I might slide on. (laughs) That's a dangerous game you're playing, brother. Hey, I might slide on them orange and blue glasses one more time, Dustin. Hey, I might slide them on one more time, but man, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about the, we had a little play call, man. We had a little play call in the second quarter and, and, uh, come off a little halfback toss and, and it was a very familiar play to all Auburn fans and Jarquez Hunter gets a little halfback toss and, uh, and he hits Coy Moore, uh, down in the end zone for six and it, for some reason, it ended up being reviewed. I don't know why, but to me, it was a pointless review, man. I mean, we were just taking up time. It was a clear touchdown. I, I don't know what went on there, but I think some of the reviews in, in college football today are ridiculous. But Out of hand, dude. <laughs> out of hand. It's it's so dumb like like the targeting thing uh with with J uh, with um uh, Javarius Yes, yes, man. Um like why that, that's not targeting, man. Come on, dude. Like no, it's, the, it's the only play the guy has to make. Yes. It's the only play he has to make. He's trying to separate the receiver from the ball and he did it in a textbook fashion. It's it's ridiculous to even Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, man, like uh, they're just the game is the game is just different, man. It, it's so Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions. Apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shows you that it shows you right that they're so, they're so conditioned to as soon as okay we see contact throw yeah. a flag. Yes, one hundred percent. You know, I, I think that that nowadays officials are taught that, uh, like you just said, we see contact, throw the flag, and we'll just go to review. All right, and everything will be slow mode. It'll be slowing down so slow that we're gonna see if this guy led with the crown of his helmet. And I just. I don't know, man. I'm I'm one of those people that I think if if you're not out there just absolutely trying to injure somebody, headhunt somebody, or you know anything along those lines, then I mean I, I think it should be free game. But um, Dustin, get, getting back to that play call, man. I know there was some talk with Cadillac about uh, running that play and everything, and he showed the guys that play back in '04 against Georgia and everything, man. Uh, could you talk about that play in the stadium, man, Jarquez Hunter showing off his arm a little bit, man, putting one right in the numbers to Coy Moore. Uh, what was that play like in Jordan Hare Stadium? Look, dude, here's my takeaway from it. For him, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and you kind of saw it setting up from the get go. Um, and just the way the season's going, you almost expected something to, bad to happen, mm-hmm. and it's like. It was a clear touchdown, but of course, like Coy would, well, he wouldn't finish it out, handing the ball back to the ref. Like just, just this way the season's gone, and everything. Of course, we got to review this. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything's come hard this year. But shout out to Will Friend for going back, looking at it. Well, I, guess, I think, uh, 
I think I heard he was on the on the sidelines for Georgia doing something when that happened. Yeah. So he uh, he obviously remembers it, and uh, yeah, Cadillac being able to show those guys, hey, I did it. Pretty much same part of the field. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool, man. And it's one of the, it's it's again, this isn't going to go down as one of the best seasons in Auburn history, but. There's been some really cool stuff happened these last couple of weeks. And if you're a longtime Auburn fan and you, then you, the 2014 holds a special team in your heart. And that's a play that really sticks out from that season. It's up there with, uh, you know, the Courtney Taylor fourth down conversion versus LSU, some of the, some of the big moments of that year. And, uh, well, we routed Georgia that day, by the way. So <laughs> it was beautiful to see, man. It was just, a, just again, a lot of fun. And you could tell, like, everyone, you could just tell it was just fun to have a good time for a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't, no one was talking about the head coach. You know, there's a, just to celebrate Cadillacs, to celebrate these seniors, to celebrate the, just everyone on the team that has had a, a rough year. Um, it was just fun to have fun. It was fun to win. Yeah, Dustin, and I brought that play up, man, because I don't know if you remember, but uh, we ran something a little similar in the LSU game with Coy Moore actually throwing the football. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, it's just you can tell that, that there's been a change made and uh, it has worked. And Will Friends has impressed me, dude. Like, yeah. When you look at what he's had to work with. Yeah. It, it's it, been good. And in game, he makes adjustments in game. Yep. And look, I know it's, it's kind of lined up with opponents and stuff, but that didn't matter. Like, we didn't run the ball particularly well versus Mercer. We didn't run the ball particularly well versus San Jose State. Absolutely. And if San Jose State and Western Care, uh, Western Kentucky played, I think San Jose State or, or Western Kentucky would beat, would beat San Jose State. Absolutely. Like, so, I mean, they, listen. They have got some. Their their offense is impressive. Their, their routes and the stuff, the way they scheme it up, that mm-hmm. was that's impressive stuff. That's fun to watch. They, they run the ball well. Down there, they got a future. Yeah, they run um, the ball well too, Dustin. They're not bad yeah, no. running the football. Good. Uh, they're a good team, and there was a reason why we were barely favored in this game. It was less than a touchdown favorite. So, Wilfred has. Taking a quarterback who is clearly hurt, there's something up the Robbie's shoulder. I was watching him pregame. Other people have talked about it as well. Uh, it just doesn't look right. Um, he's playing through pain. And then when you see him getting up grimacing, when he, you can tell they're not calling a whole lot of runs for him. They're, they're trying to protect him. They're trying to get him to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're playing with a banged-up quarterback. You're down to – I mean, Jeremiah Wright got hurt. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just you're down to skeleton crew on the O line, and despite that, back to back weeks we're taking to our quest have had over a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Like so, Will Friend is dialing it up. The toss sweeps. Uh, the, the we, we had Tank come through on a jet sweep. Mm-hmm. Man, we just with what we have to work with these coaches, Will Friend, Cadillac, I Killer. Uh, the guys over there on defense as well, you know, shut them down in the second half. Like, it is just wild to me that an interim staff is performing so much better. It's undeniable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that kid misses that field goal versus Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State, we're looking at Cadillac being 3 and 0. We went to overtime on a short week. Mm-hmm. Like, that Monday was basically a busted day. Mm hmm. Yeah, and we still go to overtime with a good Mississippi State team at night on the road. Go to overtime, and now we've won two in a row. Like just really, really impressive. So to the kids, to Will Friend, like everybody, man, they've they've tightened up and they've played for one another. It's, it's just been really fun to watch. Well, Dustin, man, I know Auburn kind of had a had a tough second quarter, man. Uh, Western Kentucky uh, started moving the football a little bit. And they get the ball back down 17 to 10. And Western Kentucky marches down the field right there before half. They hit a little screen play, which was a brilliant, brilliant call, man. It was set up beautifully. And and they take it into the end zone to tie the game up 17 all. 
uh, right there in Jordan-Hare Stadium, man, on the road, a G5 team, thinking that they can win, man. I know you text me and you were like, oh boy, here we go, you know. What were your thoughts and, and what was what was the feeling like inside the stadium at that point tied up at half with Western Kentucky? You don't have to lie. I text you something more negative than that. I, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't on. I wouldn't on put all that. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. I was frustrated, man, and it's just been a, you know because it's been a frustrating year, and you just you see us making so many mistakes. Um, but I guess it's on me. I keep thinking this team. I keep thinking there's a point where they're just gonna break. Mm-hmm. Where enough is enough. And they're just not gonna. They're just gonna give it in mm-hmm. because that's what you see in these situations so many times. Not just Auburn, just in, in general. It's just, it's normal. Um, but Cadillac really has them believing. They're 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 gonna fight. They're not gonna quit. And uh, honestly, a lot of people cleared out because it was cold, man. It yeah. was cold. Um. But once that second half hit, you know, like I said, it was just uh, it was a lot of fun going in. Going into halftime, it was kind of that. It was that here, here we go feeling. Obviously, just here we go again, kind of thing. Yeah, Dustin, yeah, Dustin. I I, I know. I I text you and I, I told you. I said, hey, we're gonna be all right. We're going to be okay, man. Uh, I, I knew Cadillac and, and that coaching staff would get in there and they would make adjustments. Uh, one thing I was worried about was Robbie and his just his his inability to make throws down the field, yeah. man. I, I know he's dealing with some injuries and stuff, and, and we don't know everything that's going on. But Cadillac come out, and I listened to his halftime speech, man, um, Right there when he was coming off the field, they asked him, you know, they said, What do you what do you gotta do better on offense? And he said, Hey, we gotta we gotta get the ball to Tank and Jarquiz and, and they gotta start breaking some tackles and making something happen and our O line's gotta get some push, you know. Uh, we gotta get rolling here. And man, Auburn comes out the second half, Dustin, and they run it down Western Kentucky's throat, man. Uh, Tank Bigsby ended up with 18 carries, 110 yards. Jarquez ended up with 13 carries, 109 yards, man. Both backs go over 100 yards again, man. Uh, Tank averaged 6.1, and Jarquez averaged 8.4. Tank had two TDs. Jarquez had one, man. Um, What are your thoughts on Cadillac? And and Coach Wilfran coming out and just being absolutely dedicated to the run game in the second half. I think that what you saw in the second half is who Cadillac is. That's mm-hmm. in his DNA. Mm-hmm. That's what he knows. Yep. When Cadillac thinks of Auburn football, that's what he thinks of. A tall sweep where your guys just get out there, put a hat on a hat, and are just more physical. Yep. And you just set an attitude where, okay, this run might not pop and this run might not pop, but I'm going to keep doing it to you over and over and over again until it starts popping and I'm going to keep hitting you. And it's resonated to the whole team on special teams, on, on defense. We're just hitting and playing physical football. Like the effort has gone up. The intensity has gone up and Cadillac has done a lot of things at Auburn. You just take a look at their record books. Yeah. Um, but I think, man, maybe the most impressive thing he's done in his Auburn career is take this season that was just dead in the water. And not not only did he turn it into something that was fun, and not only did he make the best of a bad situation, but speaking specifically on what you're ta- what you're talking about with the run of the football, he has restored the attitude of Auburn football. Yeah. And when you go, when you look at that Arkansas game, Ooh. that couldn't, that couldn't have been from, from the crowd, the energy yep. around the whole stadium, around our program at that moment. And then the way we played and not just, not just execution, but the energy that wasn't there, the physicality that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Arkansas came in and just smacked us in the mouth from the opening kickoff. Yep. We never wanted to be there. Yep. I agree. For Cadillac to come back in and say, okay, 
we're not going to play perfect. We're going to we're going to miss Jarquez in the flat when he's right in front of you. We're going to throw it five yards over his head. We're going to make really stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. But what we're not going to do is get outworked. We're not going to get out hit. And to take a team that was just left for dead and to turn it into something that we can be proud of and look back on fondly, it's, it's really impressive and it speaks to, man, these kids are just different. It's a different generation. It's a different time. And that's just the way these things work. That's the way society, that's the way just the world works, man. Different, different things happen. And, um, this isn't your World War Two, you know, generation. This isn't these, these kids that come up in these super hard times. Even in the hardest of times now, a kid grew up with an Xbox, an iPhone, food at his fingertips. Mm-hmm. It's different. And I'm saying all that because I wouldn't have minded, and I know people that wouldn't have minded, and there's still some that like a Brian Harson style of coach. Yeah. Hard ass, take no, you know, did my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Now, he did a lot of things. That's not the only reason he failed, is the way I'll say that. Yeah. He failed because he's not good. But I'm amazed he won games, period, ever. But, <laughs> like, like who, who are these two of these teams that couldn't beat this guy? But, um, it's just a different time, man. And you, you can see, when we make a mistake, Cadillac goes over. Uh, I want to say it was the it was a third down where we had we we the third and four, third and five, somewhere around there. And Robbie has two or three guys open, in the, and I know Shev was one of them, wide open mm-hmm. for the first down. And he throws it deep, and he misses bar wrong side, of, you know, wrong shoulder, misses him by seven, eight yards. Mm-hmm. He goes back to the sideline. He is he's visibly upset. We know how Robbie gets. Cadillac comes over there, talks to him, good minute, two, you know, two, three minute conversation. Robbie goes back out there and performs well the rest of the game. It's just, you can just see the difference in the way that Cadillac style resonates more with these kids. You got to love on them, man. You got to be positive. They got enough negativity. Mm-hmm. They didn't come to Auburn to miss bowl games. They got enough of that. It's already been a bad enough year for them. Love on them. Be positive. When they make mistakes, hey, look, man, you know, we're going to make them. We're not a good football team. But let's hang in there and let's keep playing for each other. And the last three weeks, it's just been night and day. Yeah, Dustin, you know, you talk about the physicality and the guys flying around. They're hitting harder. Uh, they're moving people off the ball a little bit. And, and that's the one position group that I wanted to – kind of give a shout out to man is that is where I can tell a difference is this offensive line at Auburn great no they're not but guess what they've had a different attitude since Cadillac Williams took over Dustin and you can't tell me any different this this offensive line has played better I'm not going to say 10 times better but they have played better since Cadillac took over um yeah man I mean it's it's night and day and it just to me it just shows a reflection um, of of you know the the previous guy and the, and the guy that's running things now. So you know I was really impressed way the way the, it, Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. 
go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. The offense come out in the second half, and you know, even when we got that field goal right there, we had that drive stall out. I know Robbie had the bad snap down there in the red zone, and we ended up kicking a field goal going up 2017. Uh, but you know, they bounced back. The defense, man, the defense in the second half was absolutely phenomenal. It, it gave the Auburn offense opportunities to to really. Uh, blow this game open and and you know really put it uh, in their back pocket. So, man, that is the one place I wanted to go to right here, Dustin, is the Auburn secondary. All right, I have to tip my cap to the Auburn secondary. That is the one place the national media across the country said that Auburn was going to struggle this weekend was that Western Kentucky was going to throw the ball all over Auburn, and there's two guys that. Three guys, four guys that I want to uh, go after right now, and 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 that is uh, Jalen Simpson, uh, Jalen Simpson, Keontae Scott, uh, Nehemiah Pritchett, who was the senior uh, back there, um, and you know watching him yesterday and his final game, man, just uh, those guys were absolutely phenomenal, man. And did I mention DJ James? Did I did I mention DJ James, man? I mean. Caleb Wooten played a great game. Dude, I mean, look, and, you know, Dustin, I see guys come in, and I see young potential at Auburn, man. A lot of people think that Auburn is in a bad spot right now. And I I heard Cadillac say it last week. Uh, He said, Auburn football is going to be fine, baby. He said, we're not going anywhere, Cole. Like, And I see we have young talent. We have young talent. Like you said, man, there's guys on defense coming in. Are we going to have to replace some 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 guys up front? Uh absolutely. After this year, we're going to have to we're going to have to replace two absolute freaks of nature up front. But there's Dylan Brooks looked nice. He did. I was just about to ask you that about that sack, man. What were your thoughts on that? But um you know, losing losing Wooden and Hall, man, that's tough. But there are dudes on this defense, man. And, and one guy that you get out of the portal, uh, DJ James, man, has just been absolutely phenomenal, Dustin. I know he had the hiccup right there before half. And I put on Twitter, I said, man, I said, DJ's really showing us why he plays defense. Uh, ball hits him right in the hands, and Western Kentucky ends up scoring uh, because he dropped that pick right there. But, man, uh, just talk about the secondary's performance last night. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, Zach Etheridge is doing work, and it's uh, it's good to see Nehemiah having a, a strong second half of the season because mm-hmm. we want him to have as high draft stock as he possibly can. And uh, he struggled early. It was kind of confusing me, and you talked about it at the time. Mm-hmm. But we know he's a good player. Um, but he's definitely picked it back up, and uh, a really good, solid performance from him. I'm excited to see guys like J.D. Ryan getting in there. Yeah, that's you know, another see, uh, Caleb get so much time. That's mm-hmm. something too. I don't want to overlook in this uh, in this season. I'm glad like you could have rather Alan Carlson a kicker. Uh, yeah, he got hurt, but there's several examples like that where we're, we're starting to play the young guys, mm-hmm. and these reps are gonna are gonna matter. Um, it's good. It's good to get them out of the way now. They make those mistakes now. They get to learn now. They have these mm-hmm. experiences they can draw back on, especially these guys like J.D. And, and Caleb that have played in multiple games now. Um, so just excited for the potential of that of that group. Zach's one of the guys I hope, we all hope, can be retained. I think mm-hmm. he's outside of us clearly loving him because he's an Auburn guy. He's a hell of a coach. And I think that we've seen these guys get better as the season has gone on especially DJ, and finally, finally, a defensive touchdown. Uh, <laughs> week 11. We got one. Took long enough, but we got one. And, you know, we didn't get, uh, what we have, like one sack, maybe two, and those were in garbage time. We really mm-hmm. didn't get uh, that much pressure. Um, the guys, now part of that was scheme. You know they're throwing it so much. We we have to have guys back there, but and they got the ball out we, super quick, super quick, yeah, Dustin. Uh, Their guy got it out got, quick. Kid's got a nice little arm on him, buddy. He does. He he was impressive, man. I know he made a couple errant throws, and there was some that you just kind of scratched your head with. But man, uh, he was super talented. He was, man. And and their offense, they had dudes that were uh, wide receiver, like we mentioned earlier. No, hundred percent. Um, 
And when you're sitting, when you're sitting up in the stadium and you're watching all their routes and the way they're scheming it up, a lot of those routes are just they're setting a pick on your guy like nine yards down the field, or mm-hmm. you can see they're just trying to throw your guy off and put him in a different direction. Um, you mentioned Jalen Simpson since he's made the move over to safety. Woo. Dude, I mean, <laughs> he's been it a player. It's so crazy, Blake, to look at some of this stuff. Like, okay, Council clearly the best option at center. Okay, clearly Jeremiah Wright should have been playing the whole time. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many of those examples. Clearly, McPherson should have been kicking earlier. Like, mm-hmm. clearly Jalen should have been in safety. And there's just so many of these examples. It's kind of kind of head scratching. It makes you wonder. Have these position coaches really? How much have they had their hands tied behind their back? Mm-hmm. And now, how much have they been freed up to do these things? Um, but Jalen, night and day. And what was really impressive about that one was was he was lined up on the wrong side, mm-hmm. and he had to run back over to the other side to get lined up. And then Western Kentucky's quarterback saw that. And thought he was going to have it because Jalen was getting over there late. Jalen, and then Jalen kind of baited him in at the start of the play, and yeah, he went over there. And he was, it was Jalen's really been impressive. And uh, look, we're going to have, with the exception of Nehemiah, and we'll see what DJ will do. I know he got a Senior Bowl invite, which is really confusing to me because he's a junior. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I guess they switched that up to where guys that are going to come out can play. But. Uh, I think DJ would be would be best to come back another year, but if he goes, I, I get it. He'll get drafted. Um, but those guys are coming back, so we have a bright future back there on the back end. And look, you can look across the NFL at this point. You can look at my at my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jamel Dean's having a career year. Mm. He's he's one of the top five cornerbacks in the league this year. Yep. And Carlton Davis isn't too far behind him. And if you look across the NFL rosters. There's seven, eight guys that are playing significant time in the secondaries across the NFL. So mm. we're kind of building a reputation for that. Absolutely, Dustin, man. I think it's going to be a strength for next season. And, and those guys absolutely balled out yesterday, man. I had to give them a shout-out on Twitter yesterday. Had to bring it on the pod tonight and give those dudes a round of applause for that Auburn secondary, man. I was really, really impressed. But now, Dustin, there's a big thing that I wanted to talk about, man. I know Auburn wins 41-17, to and as you were walking out of the stadium last night, there was a guy, there was a guy up in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Dustin. He runs out onto the field, and he's got a bunch of Ole Miss gear on, and he leads his team out, man, and, and they ask him how ready is Ole Miss to play this football game, and he just looked disinterested, okay? <laughs> Uh, where was Lane Kiffin's head at last night, Dustin? And his team got absolutely pounded by the Arkansas Razorbacks, which I called. All right, I you called. Did. I called it. I told you what was going to happen because when you're look, when you're at Ole Miss, Dustin, and we all know what went on last week. All right, the rumors of Lane Kiffin. Uh, talking to Auburn, and then Ole Miss offers the extension and everything. I told everybody, and and I put this, I even put it on Twitter. I said, "Hey, when your main piece, all right, your your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, is talking to someone behind your back in their DMs, all right, and you have to sit there and worry about that, and you you catch them." All right, you catch them and then you say, "Oh well, you know, let's go play a football game." Even though you're talking to somebody behind my back, let's go play a football game. I told you that this football team would not be focused. All right, I told you that they were about to go up there. Jackson Dart from Southern California. He he wasn't used to no thirty degrees at kickoff up there in Fayetteville, Arkansas, my buddy. All right, he come out there with that glove on the left hand, and I said, he's cooked, all right? I said, he's cooked right out the gate. Uh, They looked absolutely terrible. The players didn't look like they were into it. Uh, Lane Kiffin, there was a picture of him on the sidelines, Dustin, and he just looked like he was gone. It looked like he had already checked out. So what I have to ask you, Dustin, with Auburn and Lane's DMs right now and Ole Miss caught them two together, 
Can they find a way to get this done? And is Lane Kiffin checked out of Oxford, Mississippi, and is he on his way to the Plains? It's funny that you say that because I saw earlier where a Ole Miss fan, and they are getting more and more agitated over there. It's funny because we were all stupid earlier this week, and the longer that extension sits on his desk, the more that anger that was going to us is going towards Lane. It's interesting to see how that works. And there's a couple of bookmarks that I have that I really hope I get to use. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Rebs today might as well like delete that thing mm-hmm. if it goes the way that I believe it's going to go. Um, even tonight, just looking at, you know, with all the information available, still think that an offer is going to come. Will come. We won't know if it's public or whatever, but... I've heard, and we it's public, you know, mm-hmm. for a week now that the, the most possible scenario is it coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. That way lane season is over and you have a lot of good pub going into the Iron Bowl. I hear some backlash on that as far as saying, well, hey, that would undercut this team, yada, yada, yada. I don't think so. I think it would be a positive move. You would have your guy. Um, and that, that doesn't change how hard those guys are going to go out and play. Look, but, look, look, Dustin, Dustin, I'm not, I'm not trying to cut you off on that part, man. But, but uh, here's my thing with the undercutting of this team. All right, Cadillac knows he's not going to be the head coach. I believe. All right, hundred percent. He knows that. That that's not. I don't think he wants to be the head coach. Okay, he is fulfilling a, a, an assignment right now that he was given. All right, and and I think eventually down the road. Maybe in eight to ten years, seven to ten years, somewhere along in there, I honestly believe. I honestly believe Cadillac Williams will be our next head coach. All right, I I do believe that that day is coming. But right yeah, now, know. right now, Dustin, I I I don't think that he wants to be the head coach. I don't think that he thinks he is ready. For, I don't. I think that he, in his mind, he doesn't think he's ready for it just yet. And like he keeps saying, he's just servicing these kids, man. That is what he's here to do. And I think that if it is announced Friday, I think that does this thing. You know, I think it goes off the charts for Auburn. I think yeah, I think this team that's gets excited. That's the move I would make. Yeah, I, I think this team, you know, gets hyped up, man. I think they get hyped up even more, especially the guys that might be thinking about hitting the transfer portal, and then they look over there and say, hey, man, we just hired Lane Kiffin, you know, and we're about to go out here and wax Alabama. Oh, did I say that? Did, <laughs> did I say that? My fault. I, we'll give our picks later in the week, Dustin. I didn't mean that, man. I didn't mean it this <laughs> That's the way I would do it. Um, to get to get back to, to Saturday, you know, I didn't I didn't get to watch any of the guy games. When mm-hmm. I saw the South Carolina score, I, I triple checked that one. Um, just <laughs> wild, man. Uh, so I didn't I, I didn't see what happened as far as you know watching the game. I don't have the context of it, but to the people that think that. It's so stupid. It's so predictable at this point. But every time one of our people that were considered a candidate loses a game, he can no longer be the candidate. This guy sucks. Um, And you saw that, you know. Is this really the guy you want? Yes, 100%. Look, Uh, coaches check out. Coaches check out, Dustin. They check out sometimes, man. Like, they're just – they're not all the way there, you know. He he's been having to listen to all those rumors. Do, do you think they were fully invested into a game plan this weekend? I don't. I think. I mean, I don't. I mean, no. I think that he did. You know, I believe he did his best. But like, there's no nobody. Whether Lane Kiffin is the coach of Auburn or not, yeah. Nobody believes that this is all BS. Like, this isn't all just made up for mm-hmm. nothing. There's definitely communication going back and forth. If he's not the top target and the main focus of the search, then this is the greatest smokescreen of all time. And they, yeah. have, you know, what I'm like they have just they tricked everybody that knows anything. Yeah. 
Uh, so with all the information that we have at hand, it's like this is clearly happening. Uh, whether he, he signs on the dotted line and becomes our coach next year or not is to be determined. I would say I have watched a lot of football, and I have seen this question asked to a lot of coach. And his answer Saturday night is the answer <laughs> a coach that is leaving. Yes. Exactly. 100%. Uh, it's, it's exactly, I was like, oh, okay. Well, come on, bud. And Brandon Marcello put him smooth on the spot, too, Dustin. He put him on the spot. He asked him face-to-face, man, hey. He said, what do you think about all this Auburn chatter? All right, was it real? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? You know, how are you feeling here at Ole Miss? And even even his posture at the at the post-game presser, just the body language and the posture of sitting in the chair and just he just looked so disinterested. Now, is he coming to Auburn? I don't know, Dustin. I don't know for I, I don't know. I, I I really don't. You know, I try to get more and more confident though. I do get more and more confident. I try to dig and ask people and hey, what do you know? What do you know? I don't know anything, but I do feel like like you said, man, this would be the biggest smoke screen and I would be absolutely shocked because I told Ole Miss fans this, all right? You're going to lose to Alabama. I told them that, all right? You're going to lose to Alabama. And then I told them this past week, you're going to lose to Arkansas. And, oh, you're crazy. You don't know what we're talking about. We're we're the up-and-coming program in the SEC. We're a better program than y'all. No, you're not, all right? You're not. We just did a full podcast episode on it uh, in the middle of last week of why you're not Auburn, okay? So stop. You showed last night that you were still a middle-of-the-road program, and all these people say, oh, well, Ole Miss has this and that coming back for next year. And, well, guess what? Your team's mid, all right? They're mid this year. So... I I just you you might end up going eight and four. Like you were just talking about how oh we're gonna have back to back ten win seasons. Uh, wrong. No, you're not. Uh, the best you can do now is nine and three. And I'm not so sure that Will Rogers don't throw it around the yard on you next uh, this coming Thursday night. So you know I don't know, man. It, the 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 Lane Kiffin drama has been fun. It's been exciting. I think it's good for Auburn. But man. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of tired of it. Um, I'm, I'm ready for it to get over. I'm not tired of it. I'm just ready for it to get over and find out who our next coach is because I'm excited for this new era of Auburn football, Dustin. We have a ton to be excited about, dude. I mean, Cadillac has taken, pulled it back from the depths of hell, reminds of the world, reminded recruits more importantly. And I think, I hope, I think he's reminded – there's some people in the Auburn fan base. There's a, there's a big chunk of people actually that have, have that think that the standard at Auburn is mediocrity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that this comes from. Um, I don't know if it's just every fan base has it because you have a whole generation now that's grown up getting seventh place trophies, yep. for a tournament full of eight teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's just a society thing or really what it is, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not. Now, now, context always matters. If you have an eight and four season, um, hey, what's the context? The guys get hurt. How many of these eight and four seasons have you had? Did you lose some close games versus good teams and it just didn't, the ball just didn't bounce your way this year? Mm-hmm. Or you Gus Mouths on and listen, it's so funny. I, mm. I love the week-to-week reactions. They're my favorite thing. Gus wins a big game, <laughs> and here they come. Here they come. I know who they are at this point. I know they're. I know everything. I know here they come. Yep. And they want to let. They want to let you know that firing Gus Malzahn was the worst thing ever. And the proof is in the pudding. They say. Just look at where we're at. Mm. Now look at UCF. They're seven and one. They're seven and two. And I meanwhile, I'm just sitting back. I don't. I just. I just. I just wait. I just wait mm. because Gus Malzahn can finish a regular season ten and two and still find you four losses. He'll still find you four losses. <laughs> He'll. T- there. There'll be a kid 
with one hand that blows up all your guys with two. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll blow you. It'll blow your mind. Some of the stuff that you get to see. So just strap into your rocket ships or whatever y'all got going on over there at UCF. <laughs> I'm sure they'll probably still claim a national title. Oh boy. But it's fun, man. It's fun to see how all this stuff goes. Um, like you, I'm ready for it to be. We're in the home stretch, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. And they're literally, we're at the point now to where you might get an update on your phone, and you know, and yeah. it might tell you what's up. So we got one more week of it at the max. I feel like, look, if it's going to be Lane Kiffin, He's going to know whether we know, but him and the people at Auburn making the decision, they'll know before the Egg Bowl is played. Yeah. It's, it's not like they're going to meet up Friday and say, okay, here it is. You know, like, mm-hmm. so a decision is going to be made as far as Lane Kiffin goes in the next couple of days. And as long as the longer that contract extension sits there, you've got to ask, what are you waiting on? Mm. Yeah, Dustin. You know, first thing I want to say is Gus Malzahn, to all the Gus lovers, uh, he just lost to a team that didn't complete a pass Saturday. He's got one more coming. He's got three on there. I promise you he's going to lose another game. Du- I would bet everything I own on it. Dustin, he lost to a team that didn't complete a pass mm-hmm. Saturday. All right. Um, yeah. Second thing I wanted to say before we get off of here is – the Lane Kiffin contract still sits on the table for Ole Miss, right? Well, I mentioned the other night, teams keep this stuff close to the vest, right? They keep, they keep it close, and they don't really let stuff like that leak out. And if a coach signs a contract, an extension, uh, then they release it to the public. Uh, you know, it's usually announced on college game day or CBS Sports, early Saturday morning, you know, something along those lines, right? Sometimes during the day on game day, right, they'll they'll say, hey, you know, this coach has been signed to an extension. And you were like, oh, wow, like they were in talks of an extension? I never knew that, you know? Like I had no idea that that Stoops was up for an extension at Kentucky. Right. And, and, Dustin, it was signed – a day the day before they lost to Vanderbilt. So that was over a week ago and Kentucky just let that be known to the public. Right. So Ole Miss, what are you doing? Where you at, Ole Miss? Like I, I just I don't know. If it's still on the table, I feel like if the guy still wanted to be there, as soon as they offered it to him, he'd have been like, Hey, don't release it to the public. Let me just sign it. Alright? Because I can tell you what. I mean, anybody to just let, you know, four years, $38 million just sit there on the table. I mean, you you got to have something better staring you right in the face, huh? Why are there beat riders leading hot boards? Mm. Mm. What, what, what would you do that for? If mm. you're so confident, and there's no way anybody would ever, ever leave Ole Miss or Auburn and then go on to go undefeated and mm. be one of the best coaches the school's ever had. Mm. Man, yeah, that's uh, that's all I had to say to, to wrap things up, man. So, Dustin, I'll kick it over here for your final thoughts on this episode, brother. I just, uh, had a great time Saturday. It was fun to just see, uh, you know, after the game was over, I'm sure everybody saw the picture of Colby, and I was I was sitting right there. Um, mm-hmm. Really appreciate John Samuel Shanker, guys like Derek Hall that have represented Auburn, the way that we want Auburn to be represented. And they've got, if Tank Bigsby, if that was his last home game, uh, loyalty is rewarded. Yep. Uh, we talked about Chris Moore. It's, uh, it gives, Chris Moore could have transferred to a lower team and yep. got more playing time. Yep. But Chris Moore stayed the course, and now he's getting a shine. Back in the day, Cody Burns. Yep. He could have left. When he lost the job to Chris Todd. Yep. But he stayed. And he got to score a national championship, a touchdown in the national championship. Yep. And then he got to be a wide receiver coach at, at Auburn. And that has now propelled him to a wide receiver job in the NFL. Yep. Cadillac, loyal to Auburn. 
he was in the backfield with Brandon Jacobs and Ronnie Brown. Mm-hmm. He could have left, gone somewhere where he could have won the Heisman and got more carries. Absolutely. He stayed loyal to Auburn. Um, Gus Malzahn left. He could have went somewhere else, worked somewhere else. He stayed loyal to Auburn. Look at him now. Look how he's getting rewarded now. Um, so even though these guys' careers didn't pan out the way they wanted them to, and we all wanted them to, and we know that there have been so many great moments and numbers for Tank Big to be left on the field, um, we're always going to remember them. I'm always going to have a, uh, a special place in my heart for the way they finished the season out. Yep. Even if it, even if Saturday versus Bama we don't win and that's the last game, just they didn't have to do it the way they've done it, and I really, I really respect those guys for that. And in 10, 15 years, when they come back to Auburn, if those guys get into coaching or whatever, they're always going to be loved, and we're always mm-hmm. going to be, we're always going to remember them fondly. So, to those guys out there that are trying to hit that portal, that are trying to live that John Franklin life and play for a different school every year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just something to think on, man. Uh, loyalty is kind of one of them things that it's going to pay off for you one way or the other down the road. Don't always take that quick, easy route. So love those guys. Has Like I said, hasn't been easy for them. But guys like Derek and Colby, they're going to have, they have great careers ahead of them still. Tank, Tank's just waiting to get behind a good line in the NFL and show his true skill set, and I can't wait to see it. So... And like we need to talk about, man, the future's bright. So there's a lot of things to be excited about at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look forward to it. And it's next week. So it's sad the season's gone by so fast. But yeah. dude, when the when the season ends Saturday, the amount the news is just going to get started. Yeah. And it ain't going to stop, Blake, because you're going to get a new coach. And then we're going to have think about this, dude. We're going to have 40 to 45 new kids join the team. Mm-hmm. This is going to, I mean, you're going to have nonstop Auburn football news yeah. up until mid-February, and then you get a little break, and it's back to spring practice. Season ain't stopping Saturday. All right. No, sir, it's coming Not, in hot now. Hey, hey, season ain't stopping Saturday, Dustin. All right, no, it ain't. It's only going to crank up. Hey, hey, I'm going to tell you, the 2022 season ain't stopping. All right, but we'll get into that. Hey, <laughs> Dustin, we'll get into that on the next episode, let brother. You, let me ask you a quick question yeah. before we go. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the the teams haven't been able to fill a bowl slot. Yeah, and you could get in at five and seven. I'm firmly against making a bowl at five and seven. How do you feel about it? Man, you know, I texted you the other night during the middle of the game, and and you kind of said about a bowl game. We were talking about a bowl game, and I said, you know, I just don't know if this team needs to go to a bowl game. But after winning that game Saturday, look, if we were to go to a bowl game against five and seven, I watched Cadillac's uh, post game presser, man, and just after he started laying everything out on the line of what this senior class has been through, um. Hey man, you know, let's let's mark it off. You know, two head coaching changes. All right, they're playing under an interim right now. They had to deal with COVID, like Cadillac said. They had to deal with the death of George Floyd. They had to deal with all this stuff, man. Everything that has went on. All right, they had to deal with just one thing after another, man. And this this senior class is loved. So. Am I against going to a bowl game at five and seven? Absolutely, but I'm also for the last three weeks of this Auburn team. So uh, I feel like we basically started a new season. And yeah, it does feel that way, man. It it feels that way. So give me give me a Cadillac, a, a Carnell Cadillac Williams led Auburn team at five and seven into a bowl game. And I'm cool with that because I know Potato Head, he messed up the <laughs> man. I, you know what? You know what, Dustin? I ain't even going to talk no more on that because you're going to get me fired up and I'm going to have to go in here with my family. And, and, and it ain't, you know, I just, I don't even want to go down that road, Dustin. But I'm going to tell you something. If they, if they do lose Saturday in Tuscaloosa, give me a five and seven team under Coach Caddy in a bowl game. I, that's the only time I would accept it. But 
and and that's it because I'm not one of these people that's for participation trophies and oh well even though you didn't win six games because the mark is at six games all right it's at six games if you don't get to six games you don't go but and that's a high that's not a high mark it's five hundred yeah, yeah it's five hundred all right but. I, like I told you, man, I, I just feel like we started a new season. I feel like we're a little bit different of a team. Uh, we got a little different moxie to us, a little different swagger. And, you know, I wouldn't mind us going to – man, just throw us in the Birmingham Bowl again. Throw us in the Birmingham Bowl. All right? I, I, I don't – we get to we get to go – Run it back, baby. Run, run it, it back. Hey, that's our bowl, baby. All right? That's our bowl. We own Birmingham. All right? Uh, well, we didn't last year, but but that was once again that was under Potato Head, all right? Out here losing to to freaking Houston, but man, all right, all right, all right, all right, Dustin. Uh, <laughs> hey, Colorado, Arizona State, any of these people, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, man. Oh man, those were tough times, but man. Uh, we'll wrap this one up, Dustin. Man, I really appreciate you, like always. Every Sunday, you can find us here. Uh, we we love to break down the Auburn Tigers, talk Auburn sports. It's, it's something that we really enjoy. And with that, we will catch y'all on the next one. We're out. Dustin, I'll leave you with a war damn eagle, brother. Yes, sir. War eagle, baby. Winning streak 2-0. and That's it, brother. And we're out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.